Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Bottled Up Podcast, and Silly Season seems to be at an end, kinda sorta, not fully yet, as we had a lot of news breaking on Friday, especially of this week, that would be January 10th, a lot of news breaking, but throughout the week, a lot of shuffling of crew chiefs, of drivers sometimes all around, but overall, I'd say the biggest move of the week was Penske, All three crew chiefs got swapped. So with that, we see Joey Logano's crew chief. This is all in the Cup Series, by the way. Joey Logano is with Paul Wolf. Todd Gordon goes to the number 12 with Ryan Blaney. Jeremy Bullins, who was with Blaney, will go over to Brad Keselowski. And it was just a big swap around who's with who. Um, There wasn't really much reason given aside from we are constantly trying to improve the organization after I believe the exact quote I have the exact quote here as we do after the completion of each season we evaluated what we can do to better achieve our goals and we felt it was time to make these changes to better position us to reach our potential and that was Roger Penske that said that and he also additionally added we are fortunate that we have three very strong leaders in Paul Todd and Jeremy who work with experienced and talented crews Pairing each of these winning teams with different drivers and cars should provide new energy and a fresh approach for the 2020 season. Now, I said that was the biggest news as for Silly Season. I'd say the biggest news overall was the live pit stops are being eliminated from the Xfinity and truck events. Some of them. Not all events, some of them. And it's it's kind of weird how they're doing it, but they're just testing it out. So it's seven races in total which is four for the Xfinity, three in the trucks, and they're doing these at their own events, you know, not when they're at the same place as the Cup Series. This is just for the unique tracks that each series runs. Now, hold on tight because it gets confusing. First off, the tracks where it's happening, the Xfinity Series, it's at the Mid-Ohio Sports Car Course, Iowa, and Road America. For the trucks, it's at Iowa, Worldwide Technology Raceway, formerly Gateway, and the Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. Now, this is where it gets confusing. When a caution comes out, the field is completely frozen. The positions are frozen where they are. At the stage breaks, there's a full pit cycle with two opportunities to pit. For the non-stage breaks, there's a full pit cycle, two opportunities to pit, or there's an optional quickie yellow where there's one opportunity to pit. So, the way it works, and this is from NASCAR, the team roster will now consist of eight crew members, The pit crew is four to service a car, one fueler, and one driver assist must be drawn from those eight crew members. The pit stop must be completed within a designated time period, which is dependent to the track. At the oval tracks, teams may add fuel and change two tires per stop. At a road course, teams may add fuel or change four tires per pit stop. On the restart, in order at time of caution based on the number of pit stops is the following order. Vehicles that did not pit are first. Second is vehicles that pitted one time, followed by the vehicles that pitted twice. Third is the free pass, the wave arounds, and the penalty vehicles. So, what can cause a penalty now? To restart at the tail end, you exceed the time limit on pit road. You're involved in an incident. You're allowed to change four tires at once to avoid damaging the vehicle, which is determined by NASCAR if you are allowed to do that. Or, you restart the tail end if you pit other than the designated lap. You will be held for two laps if you perform four tires and fuel on any pit stop, you change the tires under green and less approved by NASCAR for damage, or perform four tires on any pit stop at an oval track only. So that is 
for a penalty where you're held for two laps by NASCAR in the pits. Now, I know that's a lot to throw at people, and it takes a couple minutes, and you got to read through it a couple times to really fully understand it. But essentially what it is, you get the full pit cycle, and you can pit up to two times. To put it simply, you have the choice of at a road course, you add fuel, or you change all four tires at a road course. At an oval, you can add fuel and change two tires per stop. You can come in another time and change your other two tires as well and add fuel to it, just top off the fuel tank. So let's say at the stage break at Iowa, which is an oval, uh, the Xfinity cars will go, they go around, and as soon as pit road is open, all the cars come down. They have a designated amount of time, which is yet to be determined at the track, to pit, change two of the tires, either left sides or right. Although I wonder if any crew chief, one thing to throw out there is if any crew chief is going to change just the fronts or just the rears. I don't see that happening since the right side wears faster than the left, but it's certainly strategy, and it could work. But I'm not so sure we would see that. But they would come in, you pit, you get fuel, and you change two tires. You can then choose to pit again and get two more tires, or you stay out and you run on two tires. It completely changes the strategy for a race. The crew chiefs will certainly be pulling their hair out. And, yeah, it's, it's going to be very interesting to see. At a road course, you add fuel or change four tires. So, I guess... What's more important to you? Do you need fuel? Do you have enough fuel in the car? Or do you want the tires more? Again, it's just... It's mostly for the crew chiefs. It's going to wind up with them tearing their hair out. But we'll see how that ends up going. Other moves in the garage area as part of Silly Season. Ryan Sparks is going to be Corey LaJoy's crew chief. Uh, Corey LaJoy is staying at Go Fast Racing. So he was... Ryan Sparks was an engineer at RCR, Richard Childress Racing. He's been taken over. He's at Go Fast Racing. He's going to be Corey LaJoy's crew chief for the 2020 season of the Cup Series. Also, we had some big moves. Colby Howard uh, is now racing for JD Motorsports in an announcement. The majority of the season, not full-time for the x Series, the majority of the season, Colby Howard. Kind of an unknown name, so, you know, not a big deal if you don't recognize the name. I believe he made two starts last year in the truck series. So he's 18 years old. Very, very young driver. So he started at Phoenix, made his first start there, and then Homestead, Miami. He started his best start was 16th, best finish of 21st. So he earned his license for NXX, NASCAR Expanded Series, eligibility after the race at Homestead, Miami. This is coming from tobychristie.com. That's a great source of information. I'm reading through his article and getting my information from there sporadically throughout the week. That's It's just a great resource. He's on Twitter as well. Just a shout out for if you're ever wondering where you know I get some of my information to talk about here on the podcast, tobycursey.com. So I'm reading from uh, a quote from his article. In the two starts, Colby recorded a best start of 16th and a best finish of 21st. Following the guidelines of the NASCAR approval process, Colby earned his NXS NASCAR Xfinity Series license eligibility after the race at Homestead Miami Speedway. He also made four Arkham Menards Series starts over two years, two one year, two the other. Uh, he was able to earn top ten finishes in all four Arca starts with the best career finish of eighth coming at Salem Speedway. Interesting to find out. So, 
I think the only question that I've got that I haven't seen answered is, has he won a late model race? Um, although I guess that doesn't particularly matter because he's not racing up in cup. But if he ever does get a cup start, you got to wonder, has he ever won a late model race? In other big NASCAR news, I'm sure you know the name. If you're listening to this podcast, you know the name Ross Chastain. But you might not know Advent Health. But they will be sponsoring him in the Daytona 500 and the Coke 600. For the number 77, Spire Motorsports, the Daytona 500, Coke 600, Ross Chastain behind the wheel. They are also sponsoring two races for Kyle Larson in the Bush Clash is the first race. And the second race is Fall Kansas. Why Fall Kansas? I don't particularly know. That seems sort of like an oddball race to make an announcement over. But, hey, Advent Health, I think it was more, truth be told, it was probably more about Ross Chastain because that's sort of a, a you know, a big name. The guy sort of uh, came out of nowhere in 2018, was all lined up for a ride in 2019 before the whole DC Solar thing, which, uh, you know, we really don't talk about here. It's a bit of a sore subject for a lot of people. That deal fell through in the Xfinity Series, went back to the trucks, absolutely really dominated the year and had a great run throughout. Declared for points and still made it all the way uh, into the playoffs. Pretty incredible season for him. So he will be running two races next year, the Daytona 500 and the Coke 600. So far, that's what's been announced. And finally, we start rounding down, winding down, excuse me there, with finishing things up here. Just a couple more news articles that I said, huh, that's interesting throughout the week. David Reagan, it was announced on Friday that he would be running in the 2020 Daytona 500 with SelectBlinds.com sponsoring his car. It's going to be Front Row Motorsports that's helping him out. It's looking like Front Row Motorsports is what the word is. Rick Ware Racing owns the car, and FRM is going to prepare it. Rick Ware Racing will also be purchasing the charter from that, it's speculated, but it's going to be the number 36 Ford Mustang. He retired at the end of last season, but... uh. Well, I guess not really. I guess he got the urge to drive for Daytona. Can you really blame him? It's the biggest race of the year. I know if I were a race car driver, you know, maybe one day, I would be certainly, after I retired, I'd say, okay, I'll go out and run the Daytona 500 at least one more time. So he will be locked into the event because he's using the Front Row Motorsports Charter, and it's going to be bought, either bought or leased by Rick Ware Racing. hasn't quite been announced yet, but selectblinds.com. Making sure David Reagan, they sponsored him in the 500 last year, I believe. They are making sure he will be out there running in the 2020 race, which is great news. He's a great driver. He's done well there in the past at Super Speedways. But Justin Haley, with Colleague Racing, is competing in the Daytona 500. So that's going to be... He's the defending Daytona winner. How crazy does that sound? Justin Haley uh, is going cup racing with Colleague Racing in the number 16 uh, in the cup for just this race. that has It's not like a full-time deal or anything, but Colleague Racing has never run in the cup series. They're making their debut for the 500, and they will have to race their way in. They are not locked in by any means. And he's sponsored by the Fraternal Order of Eagles. Uh, he's driving the number 16 car, as I mentioned earlier. And it's, it's just really cool to see teams trying to make the cup series. It's not cheap to buy a cup car, so congratulations for to Colleague Racing for making that jump, trying to make this race. I hope to see them in more races out there throughout the year, but that's awesome for another team to try and make the, the Daytona 5. And the last thing I wanted to do here on today's episode of Bottled Up is go through tobychristie.com. They have a great uh, 
basically projected entry list for the Daytona 500. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to go down the entire line of 43 cars. As of January 10th, there's 43 cars that are either guaranteed or heavily rumored to be in the race. So we're just going to go down. 40 cars will make it. 43 will try. In the double zero, Quinn Hoff for Sarcon Racing. The number one, Kurt Busch. Number two, Brad Keselowski. The number three of Austin Dillon. Four, Kevin Harvick. Number six, Ryan Newman. Number eight, Tyler Reddick. Number 9, Chase Elliott. Number 10, Eric Almirola. In the number 11, Denny Hamlin. Number 12, Ryan Blaney. The 13 of Ty Dillon. The 14 of Clint Boyer. The 15 of Brennan Poole. The 16 of Justin Haley, as we just talked about. Chris Busher now uh, at Roush Fenway Racing in the number 17. 18, Kyle Busch, the number 19 of Martin Truex Jr., who just had a paint scheme reveal this week. So go check that out. It's a very good-looking car, I must say, for Bass Pro Shops. The number 20 of Eric Jones, 21, Matt DeMandetto making his debut at Wood Brothers Racing. The number 22 of Joey Logano with a brand-new crew chief in Paul Wolf. The number 24 of William Byron for Hendrick Motorsports. The number 27, it's speculated to run the race, but we don't know who yet, so it's listed there as unknown. The 32 of Corey LaJoy with a brand-new crew chief. The 34 of Michael McDowell. The 36 of David Reagan, prepared by Front Row Motorsports, using the Front Row Motorsports charter. But it's a car owned by Rick Ware Racing. The 37 of Ryan Priest, who's no longer in the 47, over to the 37 now. The 38, John Hunter Nemechek for FRM. The 41 of Cole Custer. He, we didn't really talk about that too much, but 41, Cole Custer, Stuart Haas Racing. The number 42, Kyle Larson. 43, Bubba Wallace, who also got a new crew chief. The 46 is speculated, qu question mark there, for Chad Fincham is who we is the number we think he's going to run is 46, while TobyChristie.com thinks he's going to run. Ricky Stenhouse Jr., the 47 for JTG, Dowdy Racing. The 48 of Jimmy Johnson in his last full-time season. The 51 of J.J. Yaley. Joey Gase in the 52. Cody Ware is speculated to be in the 53. We're not sure who's going to drive it 100%, but it's speculated to be Cody Ware. The 62, Brendan Gaughan for Beard Oil Motorsports. He said he's not going to run the new package in 2021, so this could be his last year. Timmy Hill in the 66 of MBM Motorsports, the 77 Ross Chastain, as we talked about. The 88 of Alex Bowman, the 95 Christopher Bell, who was over in uh, the other side of the world, down in Australia, New Zealand, that area. He's now coming back over to the States, and he's going to be racing in the Daytona 500 for the 95 for Levine Family Racing. And the 96 is projected to be Daniel Suarez? We think that is certainly not confirmed, but as soon as we know what's going on with Daniel Suarez, his sponsors, from what I've heard, is that what I've heard is that his sponsors want him to race in the Cup Series, not Xfinity. So it's looking like he'll probably end up with Gaunt Brothers Racing. But that is all yet to be confirmed, and that is your weekly rundown of all the racing news in NASCAR here on the Bottled Up Podcast. If you enjoy and you want to follow us over on Twitter, it's at Bottled Up Radio. That is the easiest, the quickest way you can find us. We have all sorts of stuff here on the podcast if you're new. We have driver interviews on a regular basis. Anthony Alfredo's on quite a lot, quite often. Christian Eckes is on pretty often. So if you're a fan of those rising stars in the sport, be sure to tune in because they will certainly be back soon. As well as other drivers, we have all sorts ranging from local drivers all the way up to NASCAR Hall of Fame members. They've all been guests here on the Bottled Up Podcast. You can hear all about our iRacing stuff, the cars we sponsor over there, the races, the leagues, and everything else. You can hear about Stafford Motor Speedway. I talk about that quite often over there. There's a lot of great stuff over on Twitter at Bottled Up Radio. It's also a huge help if you leave a review and like and you know rate us over on iTunes. Google Music, anywhere that you are listening from, 
go ahead and leave us a review. It is much appreciated if you are so inclined. But we've covered all the news this week. Let me know what you want to hear about next week. Let me know what you're thinking about certain things. And if you think, oh, man, that's absolutely wild, and you want to have a discussion about it, let us know on social media. That is the easiest place you can find us. But until next week, I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode of the Bottled Up Podcast.